0: all right cryptonauts welcome back welcome back welcome back welcome back to another episode of cryptocurrency chat i am your host blockchain john here running solo to give you the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day uh with that said the weekend was amazing such great california weather i can't cannot complain at all because it was the best weekend that i've had so far this year and we're barely in march so yeah I'm sure there's so much more to come but I hope y'all had a really fantastic weekend like I did so with that said um let's go ahead and get started with first of all let's do the plug real quick the plug we got uh, from Cointree make sure you check out our Cointree it is in the description below if you're interested in helping us out by donating in crypto there's a bunch of crypto coins here Bitcoin Ethereum, BNB, Bat, Litecoin, uh, Raven and a bunch of stable coins also, make sure to check us out on YouTube, Discord, Twitter, Patreon, and, of course, our website. We are on Spotify. Um, we are building a library. We have Twitch. We have social Network referral links. These are a bunch of referral links here to check us out. So, with that said, Cryptonauts, let's go ahead and get started with your top 10 daily stats. Let's do this here provided by Coingecko.com. Starting off with, of course, Bitcoin, settling at $42,446.63. And I'm actually gonna reload that page there, just to make sure everything's fresh. Okay, $42,432.20 with a seven-day gain of 7%. Wow! And a market cap of $805 billion. Number two, we have Ethereum settling at $2,987.64 with a whopping 15.3% gain with a market cap of $358 billion. And we have number three, Tether, settling at $0.99 with a seven-day loss, slight loss of 0.1% and a market cap of $80 billion. And number four, we have BNB settling at $404.38 with a whopping 8.4% gain and a market cap of $67 billion. And number five, we have USD coin settling at $0.99 with a slight loss of 0.1% in the past seven days and a market cap of $52 billion. Number six, we have XRP settling at $0.84 with a seven-day gain of 8.9% and a market cap of $40 billion. And number seven, we have Terra settling at at $93.46 with a 0.7% loss in the past seven days and a market cap of $33 billion. And number eight, we have Cardano settling at $0.93 with a seven-day gain of 16.9% and a market cap of $30 billion. And number nine, we have Solana settling at $90.44 with a seven-day gain of 11.4% and a market cap of $28 billion. And number 10, we have Avalanche. Kryptonauts, this is our top 10. Avalanche, closing it out. At $87.93, with a whopping 27.9% gain in the past seven days. Wow! And a market cap of $23 billion. And of course, we have Jake's five runner up: Polkadot, Binance USD, Dogecoin, Terra USD, and Shiba Inu. With that said, Kryptonauts, our market cap is up by 3.1%, with a total market cap of $1.99 trillion. We're getting close to that $2 trillion. And of course, BTC dominance is at 40.4% and Ethereum at 17.9%. All right, Crypto Hots, for you that are listening, make sure to check us out on YouTube so you can see what I'm talking about here. Um, in the top right corner here at CoinGecko, you can click the little candy jar, just like I'm about to do here, click. And you can actually earn yourself some awesome candies that gives you some free rewards. You can collect some awesome NFTs or discounts on products and services. Uh, let's see. Here's I already pretty much have all these. How to NFT book. Um, every time something something new comes out, uh, that's that's you know worthwhile. I, I really like to pick it up. So, uh, yeah, check it out. So with that said, crypto nuts. Let's cut over to the crypto news of the day provided by CryptoPotato.com. Okay, first news written by. We're just gonna read maybe like five or six articles today. First news. Let me see. Crypto uh, Cryptocurrency platform AEX launches program to boost Vietnamese crypto ecosystem. Hmm. Let's check it out. Uh, this is written by Felix Mullen. Let's see. Uh, cryptocurrency uh, platform AEX launches a program to boost Vietnam's crypto ecosystem. Cryptocurrencies have more than just helped many people overcome economic crises in their countries. They have become a key figure in the global economy. As a result, more and more companies are looking to promote their use as a way to boost the regional and local markets. On March 21st, digital asset platform AEX announced the launch of a green fund to empower the crypto ecosystem in Vietnam. The endeavor will be backed by an initial $100 million investment. AEX aims to support the development of DeFi, GameFi, and NFT projects taking place in Vietnam. To carry out this initiative, the company will invest in both upstream and downstream industries in the country. As such, any Vietnam-based company can apply for access to the $100 million fund. According to the company's press uh, press release, projects participating in the fund will have a tremendous financial support, access to a database of more than tens of millions of users, and extensive financial management supports to help them grow. High-quality DeFi projects meet, that meet AEX's criteria will be eligible to receive immediate liquidity initiatives as a reward for their performance. In addition, they will promote the development and creation of new quality projects through events and contests that will help that will be held in the country this year quote for projects that meet the the selection criteria aex will follow the rule and rules and regulations to prioritize listing supports and recommend them to cooperate exchanges and friendly operators with an open and inclusive attitude not sure who that quote was from but we'll continue on Uh, With more than 1 million registered users on the platform, AEX seeks to become not only a crypto asset platform, but a world-class crypto bank. According to market research conducted by the company, that demand for blockchain industries in Vietnam has increased by 140% over the past few years, attracting many investors and users to the world of cryptocurrencies. According to a survey conducted last year by Finder.com in 27 countries, Vietnam had the highest crypto adoption rate, with more than 40% of respondents having purchased cryptocurrency. Moreover, Finder.com reports that Vietnam ranks as the fifth country globally with the highest numbers of people eager to purchase NFT. This shows that the interest in the country for anything crypto related is big enough to be left out. So even if Vietnam continues to have love, hate, stance towards cryptocurrencies and blockchain technologies in the same way as its neighboring country, China, Sooner or later, they must realize that, as many experts point out, cryptocurrencies are here to stay. And the sooner they are regulated, the sooner they will be able to take advantage of them. All it takes is one politician to start the movement. All right. There you go. One step at a time, buddy. One step at a time. All right. AEX. There it is. Next news. Let's see. This is uh, tennis champion Naomi Osaka becomes global ambassador of FTX. Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's skip that. Bitcoin price Analyst. Okay, we understand that it is. Okay, okay, blah, blah, blah. And let's see, next one. Australia's largest bank looks to offer additional crypto services. Hmm. Let's take a little peek at that. This one's written by Dimitar Zanzarov. Uh, Sophie Gilder, head of blockchain and digital assets at Commonwealth Bank of Australia, CBA, revealed that financial institutions could start off offering more cryptocurrency services to clients. She further disclosed that the organization seeks to be doubled, double the size of, the, of its blockchain team in the months to come. Australia has been gradually expanding its presence in the cryptocurrency universe in recent months. At the end of 2021, the nation's biggest and financial institutions Commonwealth Bank of Australia, CBA, announced it will enable its customers to buy, sell, and hold digital assets, including Bitcoin and Ether. Thus, it became the first Aussie organization to provide such opportunities. Speaking at Australia's Blockchain Week, a conference, Sophie Gilder, a top top executive at the CBA said users have displayed huge enthusiasm towards the initiative. Quote, we launched Com, uh, ComBank Crypto in December and so far, in, uh, so far the response has been extremely positive. The biggest complaint we've had is customers who haven't been let into the pilot yet. Moreover, Glider outlined that Gilder, excuse me, Gilder outlined that the bank intends to provide additional cryptocurrency services to reach the full spectrum of consumers needed. She also added that the CBA plans to double the size of its blockchain division throughout twenty twenty two, predicting that the asset class will further evolve in the future. Awesome. Cool. Let's continue on. Let's see far uh from offering fifty thousand and uh fifty thousand dollars in btc to breaching tv networks how is anonymous fighting russia hmm, anonymous anonymous is back i haven't heard about anonymous since ooh, way back when this is written by jordan lionjev Following the launch of Russia's special military operations against Ukraine, which turned out to be an all-out war, NATO, the EU, and other countries decided to take different approaches and impose sanctions against Russia's leaders and its economy instead of getting directly involved in the conflict. But it wasn't just governments that went in that direction, as many companies did the same by halting services to Russian-based customers. They received some perhaps unexpected support in the face of popular hacker group Anonymous. Founded in 2003, Anonymous describes itself as a decentralized international activist and hackivist collective and movement, most known for its cyber attacks against several governments, institutions, and agencies. Shortly after the war began, the group breached over 300 Russian targets and collected about uh, RUB 1 billion. Anonymous subsequent act was a bit more compelling and unorthodox. Reports emerged claiming that the group offered Russian soldiers $52,000 worth of Bitcoin for every tank they surrendered. Should anyone want to switch their battle machines for BTC, they would need to wave a white flag and use the password million. Russian soldiers, every uh, Russian soldiers everyone who wants to live with their families children's and not die the anonymous global community has collected rub one million two hundred and twenty five thousand and forty one uh rubles I, i'm guessing groups no, i'm not sure RUB um and bitcoin to help you read the group message Speaking to the BBC, unnamed Anonymous members outlined some of the most significant achievements in their personal war against Russia's military operations and it and the person behind it, President Vladimir Putin. Hmm. On uh, one such case stands out, which transpired on February 26th. Anonymous breached a local TV network, cut off regular programming and inserted images of bombs exploding in Ukraine combined with soldiers talking about the horrors they are witnessing this was particularly powerful since russia is known for spreading misinformation about the ongoing war and its reason for starting it many reports indicate that a large portion of Russia's citizens had no idea what and why is uh, uh, has has no idea what and why is happening in in ukraine quote we will intensify the attack on Kremlin if nothing is done to restore the peace in Ukraine, said some, some members of the hacker group. The BBC reported outlined another story in which the Ukraine hacker using the pseudonymous Roman uh, partner with Anonymous to launch attacks on Russia entities, including the state-operated news agency's TASS. In it, they placed an anti-Putin poster and included an Anonymous logo. Quote, I am ready to go pick up a rifle for Ukraine, but at the moment my skills are better used at the computer. So I'm here in my home with my two laptops co coordinating this IT resistance, commented Roman, who works on creating websites, applications, and Telegram bots to help his country. Anonymous also saw supports from a Polish hacking team called Squad 303, named after the famous Polish fighter squadron from World War II. Quote, We work together with Anonymous all the time, and I now consider myself a member of the Anonymous movement, said one Squad 303 group member. They have built a website allowing people to send text messages to random Russian phone numbers to highlight the truth about the invasion. Their combined efforts have led to to facilitating more than 20 million SMS and WhatsApp messages so far, the group claimed. Wow. Man, Anonymous is powerful. It's crazy. okay continuing on let's see over two million eth worth six billion dollars burned since the 1559 launched did you guys know that now you know uh Goldman Sachs becomes the first major bank U.S uh first U.S for bleh. Goldman Sachs becomes the first major U.S bank to trade on an OTC crypto transaction okay let's take a little glance at that because Goldman Sachs is a big deal this one's written by Andrew Thorlovs uh Ther- 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 The rumors were true. Goldman Sachs has reportedly conducted its first OTC crypto options trade with investments firm Galaxy Digital. This makes the first of any such trade among all major U.S. banks and a big milestone for the crypto derivatives market. Earlier this month, unidentified sources claimed that Goldman was contemplating offering bilateral crypto options for institutional clients. Apparently, it was just one of multiple Wall Street banks to start exploring the idea. Today, CNBC reported that the bank will soon, be announced, uh, soon announce its first such trades in tailing a non-deliverable option trade with Galaxy Digital. Options are contracts that reserve holders the right to buy and sell an underlying security at any given price for a specific amount of time. This means that they can trade the volatility, volatility of an underlying asset without necessarily being exposed to its risk. Non-deliverable options are options settled in cash at maturity rather than the underlying asset, such as Bitcoin. Therefore, this option from Goldman will not be involved in taking an actual Bitcoin on or off the spot market. So, yeah, that means that it doesn't affect anybody in the crypto space, just people at Wall Street. To clarify, Goldman has already begun trading Bitcoin futures contract. Excuse me. Contracts with Galaxy Digital last year. However, the new options will be riskier for banks, which is acting as a principal in the transactions. Damien Vanderwelt, co-president of Gal- Galaxy Digital, believes Goldman Sachs' involvement with the market highlights crypto maturity as an asset class. Quote. This trade represents the first step that banks have taken to offer direct customizable exposure to the crypto market on behalf of their clients. He said in an interview, Uh, Vanderwilt added that the options trades are much more systematically relevant for institutions than future trades because of the implications of the risk banks are taking on. The investment banks has inevitably come a long way with its openness to cryptocurrency despite opposition to the asset class years ago. A former Goldman Sachs CEO has now admitted that crypto is happening. On the other hand, Gal- Galaxy Digital CEO Mike Novogratz is a well-established voice in the crypto community. He is on the record claiming that Bitcoin will become digital gold for 3,000 years at the, at, at, and that Ethereum will go even further than that. Wow, ooh, Mike Novogratz, that's on fire. You're spitting, man. It's been fire. Okay, let's see what else we got. FTX expands its global presence with the Australian branch. Cool. Now you know. Well, let's see. Next news: Hacker drained six hundred thousand dollars worth of crypto from Lee Life Finance. Lee Finance. Hmm. Let's see here. Let's take a quick little peek. This one's written by Dimitar Zanzarov. Uh, Lee Finance, or LiFi, became the latest victim of a cyber attack with nearly $600,000 worth of cryptocurrency stolen from ni- 29 wallets. Shortly after, the team published a post explaining the issues and promises to reimburse all affected users. Uh, let's see. The blockchain Pro- protocol explains that the attack occurred on May 20th, 2022. While the hacker exploits li-fi smart contracts making users who gate infinite approval vulnerable as soon as the project identified the attacks it alerted its partners and investors via a twitter post and here's a little tweet from li we are investigating a potential exploit on Lifi smart contract and here's a smart contract address all swap methods have been disabled until we can lock them down and ensure that they are safe for use we will update you as we find out more oh there you go Okay, let's go on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Ethereum whales by $89 million worth of Shiba Inu. That's a lot. Bitcoin to be adopted as legal tender proposes Malaysian Ministry. Hey, let's read that. This one's written by Dimitar Zanzarov. Let's see. Malaysian Communications Ministry has reportedly urged the government to embrace cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin as an official payment method inside the country's border. According to March 21st report by Bloomberg, Malaysian might become the next country to adopt Bitcoin as the tender, since Zahiri Zainul Abidin, uh, Deputy Minister at Malaysian's Communications Ministry, proposes such a move. Quote, we hope that the government can allow this. We are trying to see how we can legalize this so we can develop youth participation in crypto and its system, the politician stated. As the movement, El Salvador is the only country that accepts the primary cryptocurrency as an official means of payments inside its territory. Despite attracting some controversy, the Central American nation seems to gain quite a few benefits. Reports suggest that recently that the tourism sector went up by 30% since BTC legalization, meaning that people find the state more attractive now. It is implemented in Malaysia, the if implemented in Malaysia, the move will come as a surprise since the local authorities have displayed a rather hostile stance towards cryptocurrencies and, more specifically, digital asset miners over the past several months. Hmm. Hmm. Last summer, Malaysian law enforcement agents confiscated over 1,000 Bitcoin mining rigs, laid them out in a parking lot, and crushed them, wow, dem- dem- demonstratively with a steamroller. Ouch. The officials claim that they uh, that the miners stole $2 million worth of electricity over the course of their illegal operations while they destroyed mining equipment it equals $1.26 million. Ow, why would you do that? Confiscated, use it. I don't know. That's horrible. That's horrible to see. A separate report informed that the Malaysian authorities seized approximately $13 million worth of crypto machinery in 2021. Wow. That is crazy, man. Let me just have a couple, please. Just donate them to me, please. If you're going to crush them, just, just sell them. I even buy them from a discount. Please. All right. Let's see. Continuing on. Is there anything else? Let's take a little quick peek. We are. Okay. Uh, BitMEX users can now buy and convert Ethereum. Okay. Um, what? Take a quick peek at that. That's written by Jordan Lyonchev. Formerly known as Bitcoin-only derivatives exchange, BitMEX has abandoned its plans to add supports for new assets, with the latest being Ethereum native token Ether. The announcement from March 21st informed that users will be able to display Deposit, withdraw, buy, and convert ETH effectively immediately. This comes as addition to the previously available cryptocurrencies Bitcoin and Tether. Customers have the option to choose from 36 fiat currencies when purchasing digital assets on BitMEX. Some of these include USD, Euro, Euro, GBP, uh, JPY, BRL, CAD, CHF, etc. The exchange promises that users will be able to to convert uh, usdt to the second largest crypto without paying any hidden fees you won't have to worry about slippage as all crypto converter transactions are bitmix on bitmix occur instantly and the conversion price is shown Uh, during his interview with crypto potato last year the company's ceo alex uh, alexander hopter explained that his vision on how to transform bitmix into a larger player in the crypto industry now the statement informed that the firm wants to add new assets in the following weeks. Aside from Ethereum, additionally, the exchange has plans to launch a spot branch in anticipation of the BitMEX spot's arrival. The company released and airdrops, uh, airdropped its new native coin in a few uh, a few months back. The BMIX. Okay. Continuing on. Let's see. Market Watch: The viral transactions of bot selling 2.4. Uh, apes, for almost $3 million explained. Uh, that sounds like a long one. Qatar plans to issue digital banks license and explore C- a CBDC Qatar. Mm, okay. Should I read that Qatar? Let's see. Hold on. This us fund manager explains why his company shorted shorted Coinbase. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I'll just read those two and then call it a day. Yeah, Senator Warren Warren, Senator Warren's bill will hurt crypto, not Russia. Hmm. Maybe three more. I don't know. We'll see. I want to read this Qatar one. This one's written by Jordan Lyonshev. Qatar plans to issue digital bank licenses and explore ACBDC. Qatar's uh, central bank plans to digitize most of its products, including studying and potentially developing a and launching ACBDC. One of the other directives from the institution involves issuing digital bank licenses. Speaking on the peninsula at the eighth Doha Islamic Finance Conference, QCB's head of fintech, Alanud Al Abdullah Al muftah outlined the organization's new and digital direction. The bank has begun exploring various initiatives that will become clearer in the next few months. We're trying quote we're teaching to study we're trying excuse me we're trying to study the different aspects and verticals of fintech we're trying to set our direction each central bank should study digital banks considering their growth significance in the global market the executive further asserted that the banks intentions to head down the central bank digital currencies road similar to many of the central banks however al said that uh, qcb is still a long way from being ready to launch such a product as of now the bank is still in research mode to determine whether and how a cbdc could impact the local monetary landscape on the other hand uh nayar nayaringnan sri srinvansa ceo and digital officer at dukhan bank said that the same same conference that Uh, that his bank wants to establish a digital bank in Qatar. Additionally, they plan to employ blockchain technology for certain payment services. Uh, Aside from China, which has been among the global leaders in terms of CBDC development, with multiple reports, real-life tests, countless other nations have gone down that road in the past few years. Uh, Jamaica Central Bank noted that recently that it wants to airdrop $16 worth of its CBDC to the first 100,000 citizens that set up a wallet by April 1st. Canada's Central Bank uh, Banking Authority teamed up with MIT to research the pros and cons of its products, while India expects its CBDC to arrive by the end of 2022. The United States has actually been at the end of the race. Uh, The country has had in, in indecisive approach for the years without clearly determining whether it should launch a CBDC. Most recently, the Federal Reserve also weighed in on the positive and negative sides of the central bank digital currency. Uh, Of course. Okay. There's a lot going on. A lot going on around the world. Continuing on, there was like, what, two more, right? Yeah. Let's see here. This one's U.S. fund manager explains why his company shorted Coinbase stocks. Written by Jordan Lyonship. Uh Jim Chanos, president and founder of uh, Kynikos Associates, believes Coinbase stocks are high, highly overpriced. As such, his NYC registered investment entity had decided to short short them, even though their value had declined by fifty percent since November. Ever since Coinbase became the largest cryptocurrency exchange to go live on NASDAQ as a publicly traded company in April. Last year, the stock price movement has been largely affected by Bitcoin and the rest of the market. As such, it's no surprise that CoinShares skyrocketed to $385 in mid uh, November, when BTC painted its all time high at $69,000. Since then, though, the stocks have been on a free fall, shedding approximately 50% of the value and, and closing at $185 on March 18th. Speaking to CNBC on Friday, Shadows outlined that his company's reasons why they believe Coinbase is overvalued by naming it a bubble stock. We basically think, this is a quote, we basically think Coinbase is over-earning. If you do the numbers, their revenue base is roughly 3-4% of the custodian assets, their customers' assets. He also added that the most competitors have picked up their game and Coinbase will have to reduce its fees to remain competitive. There are plenty of companies that are in the new economy that have real growth, real cash flows and real earnings. But there's a lot that's, that are but there's a lot that are just being sold on stories. And we would argue that Coinbase is one being sold on a story, Chanos concluded. Wow, bro. Have you used Coinbase? I mean, I'm saying it's the best, but it's doing things, you know? It does on-ramp new people so you have to give them credit for that um <clears throat> all right let's last news of the day this one's written by andrew Thorlovs. uh Thorvalos. senator warren's bill will hurt crypto not russia this is an opinion here we go a democratic senator elizabeth warren is uh, seldom reserved with her distance for the crypto industry Name any common criticism of Bitcoin, and she's probably shared it already. Volatility issues, environmental damage, shadowy super coders, and what have you. I won't claim that her criticisms are entirely invalid, though I'll cover those later. But they've become predictable to the point of comedy. Her reputation in the crypto community has entered the ranks of people like Peter Schiff, who have so firmly established themselves as a crypto skeptics that they can no longer be expected to to abandon the role, not even when faced with logic or evidence. Of course, there are two key differences between these individuals. Firstly, Shift simply doubts crypto investment potentials, whereas Warren challenges the ethics of the technology itself. Secondly, Warren drafts federal law for the United States, Shift does not. It shouldn't surprise anybody then that, that Warren is now behind the greatest unreasonable and uncalibrated legislative threats the crypto industry has ever seen. One which reads as if it were designed to hurt min- as many blockchain network participants as possible rather than actually helping anybody. Today, we review that Senator Senator's Digital Asset Sanctions Compliance Enhancement Act of 2022, What's in it? What? Why was it written? And why should crypto be worried? All right. The background of the bill. In the aftermath of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the U.S. and its allies enforced the largest economic sanctions against Russia in the w- world history. However, keen not to fumble their attempts to uh, attempts, regulators quickly became questioning if d- if digital assets presented any loopholes for the Russian. Oligarchs by to to bypass these restrictions. Naturally, Senator Warren was the first to try t- t- to try tackling the issue. Reports emerged earlier this month that she was drafting a bill to potentially place secondary sanctions on international crypto exchanges. It would give exchanges an ultimatum: choose not to transact with sanctioned people or else forfeit access to the U.S. market. Not an unreasonable or unprecedented measure. Exchanges have long been required to run background checks of their users to combat illicit finance. uh, Covering remaining gaps in AML and KYC controls on international exchanges would help block Russia access to both major crypto market liquidity and fiat on and off ramps. However, when the first draft uh, of the bill was introduced to Congress on Thursday, its provision went much further than that. The bill, co-authored and signed by about 10 other Democrats besides Warren, calls for giving the President authority to prohibit transactions and property belonging to any foreign person identified as a digital asset transactions facilitator or trading platform. Who qualifies as a digital asset trans, uh, transaction facilitator? Question mark. Almost everyone involved in upholding Bitcoin, Ethereum, or other blockchain networks. Section 2. Subsequent 4A of the bill states, quote, The term digital asset transactions facilitator means any person or group of persons that significantly and materially facilitates the purchase, sell, lending, borrowing, exchange, custody, holding, validation, or creation of digital assets on the account of others, including any communication protocols, decentralized finance technology, smart contracts, or other software, including open-source computer code. Section 3 expands on this group to include those who provide technological support to the sanctioned parties by facilitating transactions that evade such sanctions. This language reeks of the same issues pertaining to last year's infrastructure bill over which the crypto community caused an uproar the bill imposed burdensome tax reporting requirements on cryptocurrency brokers defined as anyone who I, 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 if if anyone who makes transactions of digital assets as Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong I, I, what's a, if if effectuates effectuates there you go anyone who effectuates uh, transactions of digital assets there you go as a as coinbase C- ceo brian armstrong and others have noted at the time those who if effectuate transactions technically include everyone from miners to validators to developers at the at the time uh, there was at least floor testimony affirming that the bill's language was not meant to be applied in such a broad manner however Warren's bill explicitly names both validators and software devs as targets, not merely for tax reporting but for the possibility uh, for the but for the possible property sanctions from the US government. To clarify, Bitcoin has at least 15,000 nodes validating every network transactions on a regular basis. Moreover, Ethereum is said to have over 300,000 validators when it upgrades to Ethereum 2.0 in a few months as every current beacon, Current beacon, validator, current, current beacon chain validator is running a full node. All these network participants, alongside various base chains and smart contract uh, developers, would technically be liable under, their, uh, under the section of the legislation if a sanctioned individual happens to use their technology. This is merely for upholding networks which, according to blockchain data uh, platform chain analysis, are overwhelmingly used for legal purposes. While it is clear how easily a bill like this could discourage innovations and participation with all things blockchain, it is not so obvious that it will help punish Putin's government. The fear is understandable. Cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin are peer-to-peer, borderless, and permissionless. Could Russia not use them to conduct international trade despite being cut off from SWIFT? In a theoretical vacuum, perhaps... Yet, so far, there's little evidence of Russia using crypto for this purpose besides one curious wallet identified by blockchain forensics firm Elliptic. However, the very identification of this wallet proves crypto's ineffectiveness for this purpose. While Bitcoin may be immutable, it most certainly isn't private. Every transaction that's ever taken place is tracked on the blockchain's public ledger. Therefore, if any person's blockchain address has ever been linked to their identity, as they so often are through KYC compliance exchanges, then all funds sourced from that wallet may hence be followed. Elliptic's co-founder Tom Robinson reiterates this. Quote, it's not proving out realistic that uh, oligarchs can completely bypass sanctions by moving all their wealth into crypto, he told uh, Bloomberg on Monday. Crypto is highly traceable. Crypto can and will be used for sanctions evasions but it's not the silver bullet while it's true that more private bitcoin trading methods exist peer-to-peer exchanges cash trading uh, bitcoin atms they don't nearly provide the liquidity required for russian governments to use them in a meaningful way therefore targeting crypto exchanges should be more than enough to stop russia from evading sanctions with digital assets In fact, the most important federal bodies already recognize this fact. FBI Director Christopher Ray said last week that Russia's ability to use crypto in this fashion is highly overestimated. Even the White House and Treasury Department have stated that evading sanctions on Russia's sovereign scale using cryptocurrencies would be neither private nor possible. It would seem that the only one who thinks a knee-jerk, hostile crackdown on crypto is called for right now, is Elizabeth Warren. I noted earlier how Warren has positioned herself so th- that she can ex- exit her anti-crypto stance even in the face of logic, in some evidence for my ch- claim. During a Senate banking committee hearing on crypto and illicit finance this Thursday, Warren got to speak to Chainalysis co-founder, Johnny Le- Levin. She asked a fair set of questions about whether a hype high- uh, hypothetical Russian oligarch could hide $1 billion in pre-purchase crypto by moving it across chains, moving it to different wallets, or by mixing the coins. Unfortunately, she wasn't interested in hearing a fair answer, as Levin, as Levin repeatedly explained why none of these methods would prove effective at hiding such a large amount. Warren continues continued to interrupt him, only to draw her pre-established conclusion on the matter. I'm actually surprised by your answer. This is a quote. I'm actually surprised by your answer, since you charge a lot of money to untangle and track assets to the system, and the systems keep developing more ways to obscure that money, she said afterwards. And this is what? A a tweet? What is? Yeah, this is a tweet. Oh, okay. Uh, Let's see. This... Disregard of facts about how crypto actually works is what led to such unmeasured unmeasured and unhelpful policy responses as Warren's recent bill. I'd argue that she chose to pursue an anti-crypto ideology well before drafting it, one which continues to grip, grip members of her own party. Though criminal transactions share drops and Bitcoin's clean energy uh production rises even the most crypto savvy democrats uh, are turning against bitcoin's most basic functions and denying the markets of the products that successfully launch across the rest of the world governments must have an open mind when regulating this space and be open to adapting their policies as they learn more about it crypto is still evolving after all even community veterans are still debating whether bitcoin Actually is. As we continue figuring that out, perhaps the U.S. should keep its fingers away from the sanction button. I think that was a beautiful piece there. Thank you. Ah, let's see. Who is it? Andrew Thorevalos. Very well said. So, cryptonauts. With that said, how we look on the crypto market. Refresh. Are you still going up? Oh, slightly down. Slightly down. Okay, Cryptonauts, let's get out of here. Let's close it out. Make sure to check us out on YouTube. Discord, of course, hang out out with us in Discord. There's a lot of stuff. We got games. We got an economy going. We're selling NFTs on there. uh, And they're technically free. You just got to come and join in, participate, and you get some cool stuff in there, okay? um obviously we're on spotify uh we got a bunch of referral links down here check them out and in the, in the coin tree in the description below obviously if you want to hop donate which we would greatly appreciate that you can don- donate to the c3 media wallet here uh bitcoin ethereum bnb raven bat litecoin flex monero usdc uh, and a bunch of stable coins and a cake uh okay yeah there it is so kryptonauts Until next time, stack sets and hodl. Adios.